Hello and welcome to Vision Scope, a program designed to educate and inform on matters relating to disabilities. My name is Wilbert Williams. to you miss nora williams how are you doing pretty good all right all right beautiful beautiful nice to have you with us tonight thank you for having me too too. Uh, that's awesome who is nora williams well i'm i'm the wife of wilbert williams (laughs) <laughs> yes. you, you said that you said that so proud of miss nora and the, the wife i feel honored Rocco. of course i am <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm class one and uh i'm i'm medium built i've opening in the front of my tooth i have an open in front of my tooth i'm i'm pretty I'm dark. Well, you know, if, well, you know, if, if you were not pretty, you were not pretty in the room, in the room, I don't. Yes. All right. Definitely. So, Miss Williams, can you take us back to your child, to your childhood Say days? Senora. Senora. Take us back to your childhood days growing up. What kind of what kind of child were you? Well, at the at the age of seven plus, I started school because in those days, you know, we don't go children. They don't send children to school as early as it is now. But I started school around seven, and one day I went to school. I can remember I wasn't feeling well, but then I didn't know what was happening. But when when it was time to go home, I couldn't I couldn't walk walk home. And one of the students was a little older than I was. She lifted me up and put me on her back and take me home. By this time, I was having fever. So, but then. I didn't go to the doctor as early as I think I should then. My my father kept me at home for about four days. And by that time, still having fever, uh, getting weak. And is what he thought was happening to me is that somebody, the children hit me on my hand and, you know, I didn't want to talk. By this time, the, the hand can't lift up. You know, it's just by my side. And he, and what he did, he came every day, he came, oh, lift up your hand, lift up your hand. Pick me, lick you on your hand, and you don't want to talk. Anyway, as the days go by, I was getting weaker and weaker. Then it is about a Rocco, before, before, before we go any further, I just wanted to interject here that. You're talking about a rural community, you know, back in the 50s. In the you're 50s. talking about a rural right. community, and they had to walk uh, probably miles to school from where she lived. Uh, and, yes, uh, I can and imagine. I thought I would interject that 
into the discussion. Into the discussion. Yes. Very well, yes, wise Rocker. Willie. Very well. It's okay. Yes, Rocker. In those days, that you know, the community was not, you know, it 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 was not well built up or anything like that. Not not like now. <laughs> when you when you see a car come in the district, um, it was so far away. And you kind of feel free, and it look as if the trees were falling. You had the cars, you know. And mm, there, I can imagine. Was good, it was a good road those days. Yes, yes. And, um, and uh, okay, okay. Along, along with the fever, the fever that I was having, and I was getting weaker. I stayed at home for about probably four days before my father decided to take me, send me to the doctor. Then I remember the last night I went to bed, I couldn't get up. But um, on the mode of transportation was the donkey. So, oh, so but God, wow. God, is, God, God has been always by my side, Rocco. Because although when I wanted to get up at night, my mother had to help me to get up. She in the morning go to the doctor. Um, she placed me on the donkey, and I was able to sit until she reached to the doctor. And this was, you know, miles away. So it was only God that helped me. And I can remember, I can remember. she took me into the doctor, but I, I didn't know what the doctor told her. But you know, as a child, all you're thinking is boom. You're not even thinking that you could die. You're going to die, or so. And she said. Uh, she said she said something like this in her in her, you know, humble voice. You know, go home, you know, you go you go hospital. But I'm I've never been into a hospital and you know and then and then she left me and went home crying. And then by the next day I was transported to Kingston Public Hospital. Um Placed in quarantine. At, I'm placed in quarantine. At that time, at that time, there was a quarantine center out in Plum Point in Saint Thomas. Right. Um, um, so they quarantined them for a while and then transferred them to KPH. No, wow. Okay, before you, before you, before you move forward, there's a, there's a question. KPH. I didn't go to Plum. Went, I didn't go to Plum. You went, oh, you went straight. Oh, you went straight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Before you move forward, there's there's a question for you. Before you move yeah. forward, because Miss Nora, I wanted to ask you which area this was taking place in. So you said it was Kingston, okay, and Jamaica. So uh, you could tell the listeners which area you grew up in then. Important. Yes. You know, I can hardly hear you. The area that you grew up in. What? Uh -huh. What uh -huh. area? Yeah, what, what area what did you, you grow want up to, in? What, what do you want to know about The parish. The parish was oh. there. I was born in the was parish of St. Catherine in a little district, in a little district called Couché. You know? And that was, that, that, was way up, that was way up in the hills. Right. And oh, you know, most country. of the people do farming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. So you actually grew up in a rural in a rural community and we can imagine back in those days growing up in those rural community um i can imagine there was no like running water to the house no, many days you have no, to go no no not go no, to the river no. and carry water they, in a bucket they, carry, they go they go and get water and carry it on the head or the, on the donkey you're talking about deep rural jamaica in those days very deep rural you know 
and um, th th those those areas really, when you talk about Kingston, it was like going to foreign land. That's true. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. So in all of this, in all of this, your parents, um, do you have like other siblings as well too? Yes. At the time, there were, there were three of us. Yes. There were three siblings. But more came after. You know, back in those days, um, you know, these people do a lot of farming and different stuff like that. What was your father's occupation at that time? And what your mom used to do? They did farming. They did farming. And she would, she would take the produce to the market. Mm-hmm. So, um, for three children, um, a father doing, both mother and father doing farming, was it sufficient in terms of even finding food and the finance to feed three children back in those days? The father even send them to school. They grow. They eat what you grow, what they grow. They eat what they grow because you know, them, we were very poor. They didn't have much. Yeah. And what would you say the sense of community used to be like back in those days? Uh, because I reckon, you know, neighbors, if you, if your parents don't have anything, the neighbor will be looking out for you as children. What it used to be like? Well, that I really can't, I can't really say much about that. The only thing I know, my father used to, you know, do the farming, mother, mother assist. Sometimes he even burn cold. And my mother would go and sell it as well. But to maintain us. You see, you, you, you see, also have to bear in mind, you know, that uh, Nora left the district very early because, because of polio. Uh, right. Uh, We're going to get to that. Yes. After mm -hmm. that, you know, her story continues where uh, she will tell you that... Um, she even had suffered from lack of schooling because of the polio and stayed home for a while. Wow. Pick up this yeah, yes. Go on, Tell them about your experience before you get to that. Well, I don't remember much about KPH. All I know, I was put into this building and whenever time they said it was quarantine, Whenever time my parents came to see me, they had to talk to me through a window. They couldn't come in because, you know, polio was catching at that time. And I, then I cannot recall how long I stayed there. But I can remember a lady, a big lady said to me one day, they're sending us to Mona Rehab, you know, Mona Rehab, and they're going to teach us to, she's going to give us exercise and teach us to walk. You know, and yes, I went to we went we went to Mona Rehab. When I went there, when I went there, it was it was kind of frightening because you know you, you never I never used to see people like those with disability like that. Some some in wheelchairs, some on crutches, um, and then you know some without hands or legs. You know, it was sort of frightening, but. I adjusted quickly because, you know, because I didn't become a part of them now, not fearful anymore. Then I started my therapy. I 
therapy was like getting you into the pool because I couldn't walk, getting you into the pool, giving you physiotherapy, exercise and stretching your limbs, give you a hot pack. Hot pack was when they um, they put the towels into a machine, right. a machine and get it warm and place it on your body. But but of course it did help because it, it did help. The, the, the day I find out that I could get up and walk and I, I never stopped walking, even though my every, my whole body was pain and my back everywhere, I never stopped walking until, you know, I, you know, yeah, yeah there was progress. Tell our listeners, tell our listeners, tell our listeners what polio did to you because polio... Um, really is a disabling condition and some people get some people get others so how did you fear with polio in the long run okay i'm a rapper. um you might want you know polio is a virus just like oh yeah you had um whatever you call it um one that we haven't going now it's a virus it's a virus that affects uh -huh. the nervous system and you know ends causing disability as well mm -hmm. with me now i it affected my right side i so i have a small leg on the right and a small arm what i what i'm told that um when it, at my age, at that time, whatever, where the, the polio affect, the, the, the limb never grow. The growth plate. The growth plate. The growth plate. Right. The growth plate. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Right. So the, the arm is, is the arm of a seven-year-old. So you got like, you got like an adult arm and a, and a seven-year-old arm. Mm-hmm. It's a seven-year-old arm on an adult arm. Yes. Yes. Wow! Wow! Yes. yes. So, what really caused polio? If I can, if I can interject, polio is is a virus, um, and the theory is that polio came to Jamaica in clothing, which came in after. A 1951 hurricane. Um, that is the that is the theory. I don't know how accurate it is, but by 1954 there was a massive outbreak, and there was a second outbreak in 1957. Right. Subsequent to that, we have had two other major outbreaks. The last one, I think, was in 1980. Uh, but the, the the one she's talking about is the 1957 outbreak, which was extremely devastating. Because back back in the 1960s, uh, I think right across the region, um, from what I understand, you know, polio was a really, really big thing. That's the time when the government of the day at that time basically were injecting all babies for polio. <laughs> Yes, it was raging. It was raging at that time. And remember, in those early days, there were no vaccines. Vaccine, the vaccine, the vaccine, the vaccine. Right. Yes. 
Right. Go on, Anna, with your question. Yeah, yeah. So then now, um, Miss Nora, tell us after you came out of rehab, what happened after then? After I came out of rehab, because you're, you're low, so that's what I'm asking you. Yeah, yeah, that's a question, yes. Oh, okay. It came the day when I was sent home, and I was glad to be, I was glad to be home. But after a while now, everybody going to, all the children going to school and me can't go. I was just eating and getting fat. <laughs> I can't, I can't, because, 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 yes, I can't walk. I couldn't walk, I couldn't walk it to school, you know. We didn't have good roads and then I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have the strength to walk it to school. And then I, I was at home and what? One day, one day, my father said, um, but you can't just sit down here like that. Uh, by this time, now, you know, I come and grow big and can't read. You know, the, you know the little saying, say, if you see a name on a bullet, eat it. That was me. Can't read. And then he said, I said he was going to go back to the, the rehabilitation center and speak with Professor John Golden and tell him that I can't go to school and if they could take me back because... There was a school there for the disabled children. So, yes, it happened. I went back. I went back there and started going to school. Luckily, I catch on quickly. I could read. By this time, I, I was about 12. I could read and so on. And I, I, I took an exam called the first Jamaica local examination, and I got it. I passed it and then and then um they sent me to another school where I'd, where I did I did another exam Jamaica school certificate of education and I I got some subjects and what then it was time for me to leave to leave school so I was offered a job as a as a telephone operator an operator right and, any more questions? Yes. Okay. There's more stories. <laughs> more stories. Wait till you yeah. walk. All right. Go, go on, Anna. What's your question? No, no. So tell us when you took the job as the telephone operator because we're enjoying hearing your story. So go ahead. If what? If what? Tell us about the job as the telephone operator. Your story going really interesting. Okay. So after you okay. got the job, yes. Yeah, I got the job. Yeah, I got the job. Rehabilitation center, you know, so everything was all right. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Of course, I was, course I, I was working with I the people working who helped, helped to rehabilitate me. You know, they did a good job. So. so definitely the um, the relationship that you had with the people, it was really well because they actually helped you to do your therapy, etc. Yeah, they, and then, yeah, they, yeah, they cared for me. Yes. Right. And then the same place that you did your therapy, you end up working there as a telephone operator. Yes. That's awesome. That is awesome. I, I, I think I must interject there. That, um, that, um, go on, Willie, go on. Professor Golding was a humanitarian. He loved people, and he spent a lot of time with the children. I mean, it was fun to see Prof playing with the children on the lawn, you know, and jumping over the rail and all this kind of thing with the kids. So, and then on top of that, he went to the country 
to look for them to find other children who had disabilities. Yeah, that, that's quite interesting. So after all of this, mm -hmm. you know, you came out mm -hmm. to you came out to rehab. You did all the training, the therapy, etc. You start working. Yeah. Yeah. What become of your parents? Well, they were they were they were okay. They were alive and so on. I'm glad to see that something was happening for me because going back to the country, there was no life for me. And Junior struggled all of this time. What was the relationship like with your siblings? Well, um, I never used to see them often. Sometimes I didn't go home on holidays. I never used to see them often. And then, of course, that I was, I was the oldest. You know, they were smaller. At any point in life, as the <clears throat> as the eldest child, you ever feel extra ad additional pressure? Like, okay, my parents are struggling. I wish I was the one uh, there, basically, to help my family. No, you know, not really, no. No. But my, my father used to come and look for me. Because he, he was the one who knows his way around town and everything, you know. At once, I think he he was on a guilt. He was on a guilt trip. Do you understand? I, I felt that you know he felt guilty about not taking me to the hospital earlier. So my mother said that if if they had taken me earlier, maybe I wouldn't lost the use of my hand. You know, the hand don't have a lot of use in that right hand. And each time he comes, he visited me, he'll say, how is your hand doing? You know, each time he comes, he never stop asking. So we say, look like, you know, he feel guilty. But, you know, uh, he, was always, you could... he was always coming to see me, even when I was going to school. Mm-hmm. Go, go pose a question. Okay, all right. So, yes, listeners, welcome back. And we're just saying a special welcome again to all our listeners around the globe listening to us this evening. We have everybody checking in at this time. So, again, this is Tell It Like It Is. And, yes, Lady Anna here with King Rocco and Wise Willie and our special guest. So, Miss Nora, as you are telling us your life story, very, very mm -hmm. interesting story. So, advise us a little bit where did you acquire your daily living skills where did you learn to cook and bake and do all that great stuff that make us ladies so independent how do you know that how i bake a little a little birdie said so <laughs> okay okay i want to tell you that the lady i rented the room from i never used to cook you know she used to cook for me but then i used to watch her so so but but when where where i learn now is when i you know decided that things was going to happen for me i had to learn to cook i you know i practice i understand i practice so i i used to do a little cooking before i got married you know, I used to test the gentleman and ask him how it tastes and all that, you know, so. so. Uh, hey, hey, you know, I say, uh, oh. 
Eh? They say a weight of man arts, uh, Nora, yes. is, is, yes. is his stomach, yes. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to get to that shortly to see who exactly was that big snapper that you caught. <laughs> we're going to get to okay. that. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, we, we're going to get to that. So, uh, before we continue, so tell how long do you stay in the, as a telephone operator in the job? I tell you, mm, well, what happened? The one that I got at the rehabilitation center a few years, uh, a little, a little while after, not very long. I got another job. I got a job at the university hospital where I worked until I retired. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Doing there. What occupation you um, did at same the university thing, same hospital? Thing. Oh, I did the same. I did, I did the same, same telephone operating, but you know, you know, university that uh, being at the rehabilitation center, it was a, it's a small place. But then university mm -hmm. hospital, university it was big. It's a big place. A big you know, place. interact with a lot interact of people, the doctors, people, the, doctors, the, doctors the nurses, the nurses everybody, you know, everybody. You know, so, everybody so it was more interesting. Was more interesting. Okay. Okay, so then at well, that time you well, had to move out from where you were living and move to yes, another ma area. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, ma'am. That by yeah, that ma time, by that time, the store never. The store never. Goes. By that time, by that time, but by that by time, by I, that was time married, you know. I was married, you know. Oh, okay. So married and started making a family. Yeah, yeah. family. Yes. Let's back. Let's back. Let's back up before we get to the. Let's back up before before we get to that big stopper that you caught. <laughs> mm -hmm. right. So right. yeah, right. so so uh, so after you come out from um, we we call it the after rehab. The, the rehab. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. still you still were working and etc cetera, etc cetera mm -hmm. and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But how are life going for you? I mean, yes, you did the therapy, you start working and stuff like that. Coming from a poor background, how did your life really transit? My life, I my think life. my life transit when I got married. Mm -hmm. But she, 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 record, she is leaving out a piece of the puzzle. We we <laughs> we had an interesting experience. Mm -hmm. She was invited, she was invited to a concert at the school for the blind. The blind. Mm. And, and, but she was not in, she was not invited by me. by me. She was invited by a friend of mine. And somebody that an acquaintance, a guy that she was you know, was trying to um, strike up an acquaintance with her. Now because she was living close to me, we took the same took bus the same to get bus to this concert. And when we when we got there, the guy was not there. So you know, oh, you know okay. I offered I offered I offered, I offered to sure she was sure she was over okay. for the evening for the evening. And, as usual, as usual, we play night. It would be and, nice, right? And the, the gentleman the that I was, and right. took her home at the end of the concert. So that was the initial um, thing that you know struck up a relationship, but it 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 lay dormant for about nine months after that before it was resolved. It was resolved. So I just thought. So I just thought that little piece that of the piece of the puzzle. All right, De definitely. So 
Nora, so tell, tell us the story right now. So soon Willie let the cat out of the bag, you continue with the story. You went on to the, the Society for the Blind. Uh, you saw the School for the Blind. You saw Wise Willie. You guys track up a friendship. You say for nine months it has been dormant. You guys, I reckon you guys never used to communicate as usual and whatnot. Um... Before we get to Nora Willie, how, what was the communication used to be like? You guys used to write like a letter or something? No, man. It was, it was telephone. Oh, telephone. all right. Telephone. So we used, to come, we used to communicate. She, she, was, yes. she was the operator, yes. right? She was the operator. She was the operator. At that time, I was not working at Mona Rehab anymore, you know. Because I was Mona Rehab is part of the government service. So I was transferred to Kingston Public Hospital to be one of the one of the therapists there. There. So so we we didn't have we didn't have relationship. Um but I love a people. So we were in constant communication. Go on with your question, Anna. So uh wise Willie, you're actually telling us at her first job you were working there as well and then when she got transferred, it so happened you were transferred as well to the same location. No, no, no. She when she got the job as telephone operator, I was for part of the time working at Mona Rehab. But then, Lynn, then Lynn, I left her. I left her. It was transferred. Was transferred before her. Before her. Before her. Before right. Her. Right. Um, and um, so, and so oh, we 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 didn't have to meet up again. Up again. At all. At all. And um, and um, it was only it was only marriage, marriage that she got that and she got at university. At university. Shortly, shortly after. Shortly after. She got the job. She got the job. The hospital. Hospital. And that was quite. And that was quite dreams for us. Dreams for us. So let Miss Nora tell us how you all actually uh, struck up that relationship then, you know, after the nine months or thereabouts, how you all actually, you know, started the communication and, and got really intense and um, the courtship period. You know, Miss Nora, you're actually seeing um, a blind man and you're saying to yourself, was it because anything to do with his visual impairment or you just, you know, had liked him for who he is? Okay. Actually, I... We got engaged before... Before, um, before I left the first job, you know. Yeah, we got engaged. Yeah, we got engaged. I, remember, I remember. I remember after the engagement, I, I went to work, and I was, I was, I did my finger, because I didn't want about, I didn't want about, and you know, I was the and Anna. So there, the story is going around, you know. You know, a matter of fact, I was, I was, I was young. Yeah, I was young at the time. So Will, Will Wright is a little bit older than I am, so you know. Still shy, uh, you know. You know. You don't want nobody to know. So, so you know. You know. But, but um, <laughs> uh, we got. We got. Anyway, we we got married. We got married then, and then 
started having started having babies. So things went well. I was now on my own, free, free to do what I want to do. So you know, where the family what? the family started. But All she right. Was, so she was, she was determined. She was determined. But her her yes. parents her parents were not in favor. We might as well. We might as well. That is exactly that is exactly what I'm come. That's exactly what I'm that coming to right now. struggle, right? Right. Um, because she may at one stage I said to her, you know, I will take my responsibility. I will do what I have to do. I will look after the child when it comes. But I don't think we should go through with this wedding. And she says, but I'm not marrying my father. I can remember clearly her saying, I'm not married. I'm not married. That's beautiful. I, wow. And I said, and I said woman is remarkable. She is the kind of person that we can go places with. So, so hence, wow. hence the change. Yes, you yes, know, yes. You, you know that is exactly what I was just actually coming to because, I mean, with all the guilt a father felt over the years, um, mm -hmm. that you know mm -hmm. you never took his daughter to the hospital and stuff like that. At that time, maybe perhaps, in his head, if you, if you take her to the hospital back then, maybe she would have been a lot better. So, I mean, I, I reckon he actually have this whole protective this over his daughter. So, tell us the struggle. With your parents, um, Nora, sure. of you sure. being in a relationship? Well, I just do what I had to do. I, di I did not talk to my father for 13 years. I didn't talk to him I for, 13, to him for 13, years. 13 years. And how it, what changed things that I went to watch night service one night and the pastor was preaching about forgiveness. So you say, you know what, let me change. Let me change it. And then after a while, you would believe it's the same man. He started coming here, coming or coming to the coming to my home. You know? Does he? And I tell you, it's not shame. He went on badly. Bad, bad, bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, 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 I, but, but I, you, you know, in the end I ended up even serving him lunch. Well, and he, he, and he, that, that's he, amazing. That a blind person could do all of that, hey, you know. You know. Yeah. That, yeah. So that's that was the um, that was the daddy. But what about your mom, um, Nora? My, my mother. Mom? She's, she's a she's, she's a, she. Oh my God. She she's so humble. And then you know you know you know those those ladies. Anything anything the man say, they go along with it. But they don't necessarily believe it. You know that you know she you know you know she was such a quiet. She's she dead now. She's dead now. A sweet soul, very yes. caring and very understanding. She came to live with us after a while, and we got on like a house on fire. Wow, that's beautiful. But before let, let's let's get a story. Let's back up a little bit here, man. Yeah. Like a Willie, yeah. even even we're interviewing uh, Miss Nora, we, we we need to get this from you as well, too, because. This, this this is really Rock beautiful. On. Before we Rock get to your peers, Willie. So Rock after, Rock yes, go on. Say something. Let me go tell on. you something. When we when we got married, you know, 
I didn't have any relatives there, you know. They did. We didn't. Ha I didn't. Oh, it's only Wilbert relative. Not. I didn't have any relatives there. Relatives so there. So. I just I do, my it, do my own thing. Yes. Wow. Because my father said my he father. said some nasty things and all that. So you know, never bother with him. But you know. Us, so for, your dad was more, your, dad, your dad was more concerned because your husband or your, your boyfriend at that time blind blind the blindness, ah. blindness. Yeah. Uh -huh. I, I think, see. I think he, couldn't, he couldn't deal with the blindness he couldn't deal with the blindness but you know in the end he realized how much a blind person can do uh, but he never had the strength to say I apologize. You could hear the apology in his voice, but he never had the courage to apologize. Is, is, is this some sort of sin of pride, like, I feel I can't apologize yeah. to a blind person? Yeah, precisely. But, but Rako, wow. Rako, that man, yes. that man, <laughs> oh boy, he wished he wish I had been dead than married to Willie. Mm-hmm. He actually echoed those words. Yes. 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 Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So much so. He told our relatives and my grandmother and, you know, on the right, my letters and thing and tell me, my children, them are blind and blah, blah, blah. I didn't listen to them. Wow. So, Willie, let's turn it Let's turn the attention to you for, for a quick moment, Willie, then get back to um, Nora. So, with all of this, Willie, uh, were you at any point in life felt like, you know what, even right. though you love this woman, but the family pressure, it is so strong, you feel this is not going to work out? Not after the initial thing when I was going to call it up. After that initial thing, no, I decided to stick with her, come hell or high water. And um, we made it. Because you know yeah. that I, you you know that I wasn't giving up, Wilbert. Exactly, exactly. I knew exactly. that I was dealing with, and um, we decided that we could make it together. And Rocco, sorry, Rocco, I was just twenty-one. Yes, yeah. yeah. young girl. I married. Wow. I married. Yeah. I really admire the strength, the love, and the commitment between the both of you. But wise, tell us a little bit, seeing that Miss Nora's father felt so strongly, you know, um, about you, what was the initial reaction from your parents about her? Well, my, 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 my years, years ago, years before, years before that, because he died when I he was died a teenager. teenager. It was just my it was just my mother. And I was and I was for my mother, my mother at the time, at the time, you know, when we know, when she was moving about, moving about, not going on not to the street or anything like that, you know, like you know, that kind of age, kind of age, and um and um we, so she she was happy, um, and she took to Nora like a house on fire. We didn't have any problems with her. As a matter of fact, I think I'm blessed because I. My mother was happy with Nora. So Nora came into the family. And then after that, her mother came and I didn't have any problems with her at all as well. I mean, I mean, so we had a, we had a good ship where 
my mother-in-law helped to look after the children while Nora was on night duty because you know if you oh, work at, if you have to you have to do you have to do night right right definitely so 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 your mom your mom wise Willie at that time um and likewise with Miss Nora mom both of them I mean both able to blend as a family able to have some form of relationship oh yes oh yes and then, and then, and then I had, well, Nora and I, we, we turned around and we raised, uh, we, we saw a couple of family members through difficult times because two of her sisters spent some time with us in their senior, teenage years. Her brother, a brother of hers spent some time with us in his formative years. So we influence them to a considerable degree. This is this is truly amazing, eh? Well, you know what, Willie? Mm -hmm. let, let's, let, let's let's take listen. I'm sure the listeners, if you guys have any question to ask, wise Willie and his beautiful wife, Miss Nora Williams, please please do so. Even in, in the UVC group, send us a message if you would like to ask any question. This is a really truly remarkable story. But you know what? Let's get into a song break and we're going to be right back. You're listening to Tell It Like It Is in UVC Radio, the sound of binds us together. I'm King Rocco HD and also have Lady Honor with me this evening. But, you know, Willie's not working tonight. He's more on the stand tonight with his lovely wife, Miss Nora. I am sitting I am in my couch. I am comfortable. comfortable. <laughs> hey, y'all are we showing off tonight? <laughs> he's, he's, he's laying back in his couch. <laughs> all right, Willie, all right. You're showing off for me tonight. <laughs> Listeners, and what a wonderful time of the year. A magnificent program. Tell it like it is, as King Rocco said. This is our closing program. And what a finale this evening on Tell It Like It Is than to have the great wise man, wise Willie and Miss Nora Williams this evening with us in the studio. And we are hearing her life story. And you know what, listeners, it is turning out to be an interview between the both of them. And they are telling us right now at this time their story where they got married and their life has started together as a married couple. And what strength and inspiration we are drawing from them. How many of you out there can actually say, you know, I define all what is happening and this is the person I am sticking with and we are making it out, yes, till death do us part. So, Miss Nora, tell us, uh, after you guys got married, yeah, how things started off with you all, because you told us, you know, the in-laws, your mother-in-law, and um, your mom and some of your relatives came and started to stay with you and, and so on. So, tell us now, as a couple together, you all started to put things together and your family grew how life actually started off as a married couple for you all? Well, we, we, we had a wonderful relationship because we end up helping, the, helping my siblings, you know. For example, the last one that came, younger sister, she, she stayed with us and, you know, she came when she was 13 uh, Wilbur Will, 
suggested they send her to a commercial school. She does typing and etc. Then she graduated. Wilbur got her a job. And then, you know, she grew up and going getting on her own now. So she had a child and then she got married and she left us. So we, we were proud that we, we could help them somehow, you know. We all come from the same family, poor and you know, like there was no there was no headway, especially when you're in the country. But Truly, anyway, it, has, truly it, has, been it has been good. It has been good. It has been good. Truly amazing. And you know, Absolutely. and you know, you know, Rocco, when you are blind, you you somehow the family expects that if you get a job, you're going to pick up a lot of the cost of helping with the family. So you have to make a decision which ones you're going to help and how you're going to help them. You can't just allow everybody to descend on you like that. You must make. You must yeah. make. So, so expectation was a new wise. Expectation was a new wise, Willie. Eventually, yes. Eventually, that was the kind of thing. Uh, in the beginning, no, because the children made it for them. Um, their father was very hostile. And so when they got to certain ages and they couldn't put up with him, they, ran they away. would, come, they would run, run away and come to us. So we had them. We took them in and cared for them and sent them to school, instilled some things in into, into them. Right, right. Yeah. That is all. That is all. Important. Important. It's very important. But, but, uh, but we were all, we were all we were blessed because, because of our jobs, we were able to afford a helper. So we had a helper had coming in during the day, during the day, and uh, we and, uh, no, had to work. Um, but she looked after her children despite her physical limitations. She cared for three children. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that shortly. The children and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But for you, yeah. wise willing, uh, for you, wise willing, on that wedding day, what was that moment like for you? I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask Miss Snore to answer the same question. Okay, as a blind person, you know, I mean, after all the struggle, etc., with um, Nora's father, uh, a family member did not show up to the wedding. And stuff like that. Only your family member were there. What was that moment like for you, Wise Willie? To be honest, by the time the day of the wedding came around, my focus was on her, nobody else. So it never bothered me. It never bothered me. I went to, um, and I had I had people who supported us. You know. So I was, I was I, worried. I was so we, we, so we, we went through it with a great deal of confidence. Um, and the, 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 the most important thing was to settle down and to understand each other after the wedding. That was the most important thing. Uh, you know, interesting got, you said... Hmm? Interesting you said settling down... Uh, and understanding each other, you as blind, yeah. she has a physical, yeah. she has a physical disability. Yes, but uh -huh. you guys working uh -huh. and stuff like that. 
Um, mm-hmm. Your family, mm-hmm. 100% support. Our family, the opposite. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. as, as you said, you know, she decided, you, both of you decide, you know what, whether family like it or not, both of you guys going to go ahead with this relationship. So, mm-hmm. Nora, mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. Could answer the same, mm-hmm. you could answer the same question. Seeing all of Willie's family were there supporting him and likewise supporting you, but you must have felt really bad to see that your own personal relative, they were not even there to support you. Rocco, I, I, I didn't care less. I didn't care less. No. I'm just, so I, was just doing, I was just doing my thing. I didn't care. So, she went out, I mean, you she went out and bought her dress with what you call, what you, what you call the trail. Oh, yeah, with a trail, with a long trail. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Wow, that's amazing. Yes, yes. Rafa, you know, the thing about it, they had nothing to offer. Yes. They had nothing to offer but chat. Nothing. Nothing to offer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of we worked out our own thing. I mean, I remember her reading to me in the evenings. We used to buy books. Books on love, books on sex, books on anything, you name it. And we would read a chapter or two each evening. And that was Fascinating. But you know, looking back, that was also bonding. That was part of the bonding process. Uh, we, we have a question here. Um, okay, so Miss Nora, you know. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Seeing that um, you chose Wise Willie to be your loving husband, what really attracted you to him? Well, well. It's very un- he's, uh, he was very understanding. Communication was good, and all that. So, you know, he was very caring, also. So, just go along. Awesome. Go along yeah. She don't want. Awesome. She don't want to so handsome. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey, yeah. I just want to ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> so tell the listeners about that, uh, Nora. Uh, you know, Rocco, yeah. you know, Rocco, yes, he was very, he was a very caring man. And, you know, he was always there for me. I, I have passed through a lot of illnesses and he was always there. Yeah. If you have the time, if you have the time, I can tell you about the worst illness I had. Uh, yeah, we, we, yeah. We, we, we're gonna get to that. Um, go with your question, Anna. And why is what attracted you to Miss Nora? Her determination, her stubbornness. She was a, she is a caring individual, and she she understands me, you know. And we can joke about something. Some things we we joke about <laughs> would 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 really break families apart. But we can joke about them. She she is that kind of person, very determined, very strong willed. But but 
a Christian woman, Christian woman, a praying woman, and a loving woman. Can't desire better. Can't desire better. That is important. I like that aspect of it where you said a praying woman. That is so important mm. in a relationship mm. and a marriage where both of you can come together and pray together and read the word mm -hmm. and have the mm -hmm. faith. Yes, yes. I like that. Mm -hmm. I, I like that. And that sometimes, you, sometimes you, you share deep things that you can't share with anybody else. Yes. Correct. You know? Correct. You know? Mm -hmm. Deep issue. Deep issue. All right. So, 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 Miss Nora. So, let us. So, tell us now. All of us now. Now, you get a yes, you get marriage. Yes, you guys, uh -huh. you guys uh -huh. get married. You guys living together and whatnot. And then we have baby along the way. Now, tell us about the first uh -huh. child, the first uh -huh. pregnancy. What was that uh -huh. like uh -huh. for you? Um, contrary to what your dad has said, you know, you be, you picked the up on blind and stuff like that. Did you have any sort of fear? Like, you know what? Dwingling in your head at that time, maybe I'm wondering, since I'm pregnant for a blind person, maybe um, it's, a, it's a possibility my son or my daughter may become blind. No, but we discussed it. Wilbert had said that, well, if the child come blind, then we won't have any more. You know, so it was an, it was an understanding. And were you, were you the children, that sort the of children, understanding? The, the, the children came with all right. At one, and there was no, at one, there was no, we didn't have any, any, any family history of, you know, blindness in the family. So we did not, I didn't have any fear. That is beautiful. So, and Rocco, um, and Rocco, uh -huh. I love to be. I was tell him I love to be pregnant. And I told him I want to have seven children. And he said, no, you're not staying here. I'm not staying here. I'm not staying here. You have to go to me. So when I read it, I'm telling him off. I say, you might never have my seven children. Maybe I would have gotten a daughter. Because I'm the mother of three boys. One is deceased. We lost him by the motorbike. Yeah, mm -hmm. we, 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 we're going to touch it on a little. We don't want to get too deep into it, but it's, I think it's important mm -hmm. to highlight the struggles as well. Too, but wow. So, Willie, why don't you do a woman, a daughter, man? She was seven. Why did you? <laughs> Rock on. You ever, work, you ever work out mathematics? You could have been. It could have been some boys. <laughs> I was not. I was not, I was not prepared to take that risk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So all right. So eventually, we're gonna to get to the deceased one. We don't want to get too deep into it, but um, it's important to highlight the struggles, the ups and downs. So okay. So. When you give birth to your first child, for you, Miss mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. uh, Dorf, so when you, what, what was that moment like for you, wise Willie, as a father, maybe going to the hospital at that time, only your, only your son at, uh, for, for the first time? What was the moment like for you as a father? Well, you know, I didn't go, I didn't go to the hospital when she was giving birth. Um, because in those days, I don't think they would have allowed it. That 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 kind of theory came later. Oh, gotcha, you talk gotcha. Here, you, talk here, you talk here about the nineteen seventies. Okay. You know, right. you know, when when things were different. Um 
But I know that I was happy when she came home. Oh, oh man. I felt so... You were on top of the world, right? I could imagine, man. Top of the world. Oh, yes. And um, then came the the issue of waking up in the night. We had oh, to wake up and fix the bottle, you know. Um, well, first of all, before that, I became an expert on pulling off breast milk. Using the breast, using the breast. Hey, hey, hold well, on, well, back up, Willie. Let's hear that again. You become an expert of what? <laughs> pulling <laughs> using the breast pump <laughs> and bottling and bottling and bottling it for future use. Because you see, because you see, wow, amazing. Maternity leave is short, and she has to go back to work. So we have to ex- we have to press the breast, the breast. Get out the middle. Get out the middle. Bottle it. Bottle it. Right. And use it. So I, I was. I, I was. I became. I became good at that. Good at that. Uh, all right. So what about using the regular formula? We did that too, but um, of course, you know, the breast is best. True. True that. True that. So, true that. So we, we focused a lot. Focus on and she had a lot of breast. A lot of breast. Why waste it? Why waste it? Exactly. Mm, hmm So for you, I'm, I'm going to get to you just now, um, Nora. So and the breast milk. And the breast milk. It is nice. The breast milk. Keep it real. Yeah, keep it real. real. The breast milk. The breast milk. Which one? Let me know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 what was no, 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 why is Willie still breast milk taste nice? Uh, I had to show with all of that, but <laughs> all right. Uh, if, if you say so, why is Willie? All right. So, so, so back to you, uh, Miss Nora. So, all right. You you having you having your first child? What extra responsibility did that really put in you? Pressure or whatever it is. Now you're not only a wife. Now you're a mom. Well, I recommend it's so proud that men never said. I never say anything wrong with it. I was proud to be a mother. I was very proud to be a very mother. Proud to be a mother. Yes, yes. Mm. Mm. So, so first child, mm. how, how long thereafter the second child come, come, comes along? When again, really? <laughs> um, two, About three years, three years after. Three years, three years yeah. after. Three years. We had the first one. Was actually a toddler. When I had the first one, I said never again. Because of the pain. When the pain was so nice, I said never again, never again. (laughs) But yesterday I went back. You said never again, but yesterday you won seven. Huh? You said never again, but yesterday you won seven. Yeah, yeah. It wear off after a while, you know. It wear off. Yeah, I've yeah. said we'll go back two more times after that. Pain is pain after a while. After a while, they forget the pain still, you know. Forget the pain, I just go out with the pleasure. Amazing. So for you, wise Willie, just now, as a, as a blind father, how did you able to manage 
as as a father, okay, because you know, the, as a baby, all right, you may have to shower the baby from time to time and stuff like that. But yeah. year after now, yeah. when children start to grow uh, in the toddler, they start to realize, you know, my dad is blind. Did they try to dodge you at times when you try calling them? You know, Rocker, let's go back to the beginning. You know, I think I think our babies had more bars than the average baby. Because every time they were dirty and I cleaned them up, I bathed them in. Because it's easier to bathe them than to keep wiping and you're not sure if you did a good job at wiping. So I made sure to bathe them, right? And then I think when, when they grow with you, they get to understand you. And, and even when they can't talk, they know. So you call them and they come to you and they bring things to you. And after a while, you get to understand. And what I did, you know, is I would get a belt, reduce the size of the belt, and put rattles on the belt so that anywhere they were, when they moved, you could hear it. So if, if I was alone in the house with them, I would put on that belt. You know, like little bells that that you could attach to the belt. And so I could I could identify where they were. Wow, that's amazing. Um, do you have a question, Anna? Go on. Yeah, yes, why? So I wanted to ask um, either you or Miss Nora could answer this one. When your boys became uh, a little bit older and started school, how did they adapt or, um, you know, to having parents with uh, disabilities and seeing their friends' parents, you know, being um, not having any disabilities, were they teased at school or how did, how did they? You know, you out? know, yeah. I was proud of them because when they went to school, they began, we used to go to parent teachers meeting regularly. We never backed away from parent teachers meeting. And when they, and when they, when they used to teach about their father being blind. I mean, I remember the older one saying, my father is a physiotherapist. What is your father? You know, you know. Yeah, my father do, my father do, my father, my yeah, father, yeah. my father makes my sure father I have lunch. Sure I have... Because I used to come begging him for lunch. Mm. You know, so these kind of things make you, make you feel that you, you are doing a reasonable job. Sure. They gave trouble, they gave, they gave trouble but they, they had respect. Well, as most as most kids will do, definitely give oh, yeah. a kid that don't really oh, give trouble. It's part of the growing pain. It's part of it's part of development as well, and experimenting and know and getting to find out what um, wrong and right is all about. Oh yes, oh yes. Mm -hmm. So 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 that was so that was the second so that was the second pregnancy. Tell us about the third pregnancy now, um, Miss Nora. The third pregnancy. Oh. I don't remember much. That was Third easy. That, hey, that, but tell you something. Third pregnancy delivery was easy. That was Just slide out. Just slide out. 
didn't try it. I didn't try it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't try it. I didn't try it. Hey, well, Willie, tell you this. I I was all. I, I, I reckon. Go on. I, you know the people they say you have nice children. Your boys, your boys look so nice. <laughs> amazing, amazing, amazing. So I, I reckon after the third pregnancy, that is when you feel like superwoman. You can go. You can have more because it's like also that's easy. What the, what, yes, rock about the gentleman say no more. So you know. I tell him. I tell him. If I knew, if I knew what I know now, I'd I trick him. That's the lady's secret, boy. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> Gotta be careful. <laughs> but you know, I, I just want to touch on something which we 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 talked we talked about earlier, and that was the nature of her, of her disability. The right side, her arm, she has a weak right arm, used, almost useless, and a weak right leg. But you know, one of the things that fascinated me is that one morning she came from work. Yes, and bus saw me standing at the bus stop. And two hours later, she passed me. She was going to go to town. And she came back up to the bus stop and saw me standing there. And that evening she said to me, I'm going to learn to drive. And so she decided to learn to drive. She got her license and we bought a car. Ooh, no, we had to buy the car. We had to buy the car. Because it's automatic. You have to learn. So Rocco bought an old rickety painted over car. Right, right. What did it work? What did it work? Right, definitely. The first time. So it worked. And then it worked. And then we get rid of it. Yes. That's the license. That's amazing. That's really amazing. All right. Um, You have a question, Anna? Go on. Okay, yes, listeners, so we are back. And uh, Miss Nora, tell us, yes. as you yes. and wise, you know, you had your family going and so on. You were busy being a mom and working. You got time to prepare their favorite meals and so what? Tell us some of the favorite dishes that your family like when you prepare. Well, it's um, a little ackee and saltfish. Ackee and saltfish. Um, curry, curry goat, rice and peas, and stew peas. Willie used to love stew peas. Stew peas. And he still do love stew peas? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes and no. You know, when you get to my age, it's not as important. Well, you always talk about a nice stew piece. Sometimes I ask him the question, yes. what, are you, yes. what are you having for dinner yes. tonight? Yes. You always say, boy, I don't know, you know, surprise. She, she is good at that. She, she, that. Went she tell you what's for dinner. dinner. What's for dinner. She, likes to, she likes to surprise me. So, if I ask what's for dinner, she's going to tell me something that she knows I don't like. Hallelujah. And liver. 
<laughs> okay, okay. All right. You know, you know. Wow. Honestly, wow. honestly, you ask me what for dinner. Most times I can't tell you. I, I, I see. All right. So, <laughs> so let, let's, let, let's rewind back. A few years ago, we don't want to get too in-depth, but we try to highlight the, part, the struggles and also where you had right now today in your life. But a few years ago, from within those three beautiful children that you guys have, tragedy actually struck. Let's start with you, uh, Miss Nora. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. At that moment when tragedy struck, struck, there was more question than answers in your life, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm hearing you. Yeah, I'm hearing you. I don't even want to ask you what was that moment like because it that moment definitely is not it's a good a max. I, I have gone through it. Uh, you know, it doesn't really bother me much if I can talk about it. All right, fair enough. It's so at a, that time... It's, it's 29. Oh, this month. The, the 29th yes. this month. It's, I think it's 29 years. He died in mm -hmm. he died in mm -hmm. the day before my birthday. As a matter of fact, a matter of fact, he left telling his father tomorrow is tomorrow is mommy's birthday. I'm going to buy a nice present. On his way down, he was hit off the bike. So wow. that's okay. what that's yeah what, yeah wow wow wow. And of course, he was twenty one twenty one, and if he had lived, the second of October, he would have been fifty. So it's a long time, it's a long time. Time, time is the greatest healer, you know. Time is the greatest healer. Uh, you will, you will always remember him, but it's not as painful if, if you understand, you understand what I mean. But for both of you at that time, what does that do to both of you? Is it bring you guys closer together or is the situation yeah. like mm -hmm. both of you was so much in pain? Like it put a strain on the relationship as well, or it bring you guys together. No, I don't think it put a strain. It didn't put a strain. Um, we asked ourselves certain questions. You know, could we have prevent, prevented it? Could we have done things differently? But no, we couldn't. And it was his choice, and it was not his first accident on the bike. So what are you going to do? You know, you have accident one and you come out of it. You have accident two and you come out of it. Anything can happen with accident three. So, but the other so you know, you go know. yeah, go ahead, Diwako. No, what I'm saying to you, for the other siblings, what was that moment like? They were really torn up as well, right? Well, Kevin was a young a young, almost a young adult, I would say, at the time. He was, really. He was in his 20s. He was. Right, he 20s. was in his 20s, yes. But Sean and was young. Sean was 15. Sean, Sean was young, and Sean didn't take it very well. Because Sean didn't feel that he could relate to Kevin as well as he could have related to Mikey. You know? You know? Um, mm. But... So it, it took some adjusting. 
Well, we're, what, we're, that, we're, 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 what has that done to both of you spirituality? Huh? Well, it has strengthened. For me, I, I, I mean, when it comes down to spirituality, I, I can't talk about anybody else, but I know it has strengthened me. Um, and that is an era that we can't end this discussion without touching on because as a youngster, I was a devout Christian. I used to go to the Salvation Army. I was a corps cadet. Um, and then something happened. One day, I went to, after graduating from school, I went to the to the core and I came out of the, the the people from the school didn't come to the service that day and I came out of came out of the core and wanted to cross the road and everybody went away and left me and the Rasta man came up and said we go to the white people church and white people them cross the road and go and leave it but you know he's going to take me across and that thing hurt me so much that i stopped going to church and it was nora's prayers and her supplications that really brought me back into the into the church we, I, we didn't go back i didn't go back to salvation army because I, I don't think Salvation Army had the kind of depth that you need as a Christian. But I went, I went back to church and uh, it was due to her and to her praying strength. So I give her all the credit and, you know, that's how it is. Rapper, time is, time is up, but I'm sorry I won't be able to tell you a little story. Oh, no, no, go, that go, go, one. go on, Nora. Go on, go on. Huh? Go ahead and tell it. You tell it. Ready? Go ahead. Okay. Back in 1992, I had, I had a surgery to remove an ovarian cyst. I had the sir. Okay, the morning Willie was going to work, and he and his driver came to see me, and I walked with him to the airport. Surgeries later on in the afternoon, I went for the surgery. Um, but something happened. I, I, I had the surgery, but then at that point, it might not make sense to you. I felt like I was awake, but not awake. And then I know something was happening. I couldn't blink my eyes. I couldn't move my finger. Nobody. Because I've had surgery, various surgery before, I know that what happened at certain. So I, I noticed the nurse not coming to ask me, what's my name? Which ward I come from? And which ward am I going to go back to? Nobody. And then I realized something was wrong. By this time, my vital signs were going on. I, I was told and I was there trying to reason with God because my mind was still intact. Uh, and there I said to God, said, God, why did you allow me to have the surgery? Why didn't you let me stay like this? If it's cancer, it just go. 
And I was there reasoning with him. And I said, God, all I was thinking about then was Wilbert. And I said, God, remember, say, and me carrying him to church. Because the boys, they're not going, they're not going to church. I mean, that's how it did, so. God, remember, remember, I want him to get saved. And, you know, I'm a dear trying to reason with God. Then, men may not even know. By this time, when nobody not talking to me, asking me any question, I heard, I understand that they went to call the doctor to come back because by the time he reached the gate, it was time to, it was time for him to come back. I was told that I was bleeding to death. So I didn't know when he when they came. By the time I got me gone out, so I didn't know when he I came and took me back to they took me back to theater and opened me again. Um, days um, after, days after, I was sort of, you know, coming around and I hear people talking about the sound so far away. And then I realized I was in intensive care unit. Yeah. Yeah. Plugged anywhere the plug. Anywhere the plug. That's where it was. That's where it was. And, you know, I was there until, you know, I came around, I realized certain things were happening to me and I must say, as soon as they turned me now, now I know what's going on in my surrounding. And as as soon as they turned me, my skin burning me. And I can't, they try to talk about the two in my mouth, I can't talk. And I said to God, I said, God, if God, this is how people get bed sore then. If it had to be much longer, release me and let me go. But but it's God, it's only God with God brought me through because you know that body think I wasn't going to make it. And I remember I remember I remember physiotherapy was ordered for me. Ordered for me. And Rocco is the first, although I grew up with physiotherapy as a child, having polio. Right, right. I, he's the first time I really, really recognize my husband's prophecy. How important. How important. Because I felt if I didn't get the therapy in ICU, I would have been dead. Because when the therapist come and in, not my chest and my back, the black stuff that came out. I would, oh, certainly, I would certainly have had new mona. Damn, wow. Yes, yes. You know, God yeah, is only God. God, is God, only brought God. God brought me through. You know, yeah. and I give them all the praise and all the glory. And definitely, I know God stand by Wilbur because at that time I don't know how he did it. He was he was at university studying. Studying. I asked him if he heard anything what the lecturer said. He said, um. He uses a tape recorder. <laughs> while I was, DJ Kid, give, give give us give us three or four minutes, please. We beg you, three or four minutes. We need to definitely yeah. <laughs> give three yeah. or four minutes, DJ Kid. I know you okay. he, he's listening. Okay. Uh, right. go, go on, Nora. Uh, no, uh, um, while I was in a while, they told him that I need a medication, and he was to go out and get it because the hospital don't provide it. Wilbur drive them, drive around, drive around. Don't know where to get the. The only special pharmacy have it, and they didn't say. When he found the pharmacy that had the medication, the, the doctor, the, the pharmacist tell him it's 40,000. But um, we, don't, we don't know 40,000. We're not even 40,000 our bank book for the medication. And Willie said, he only have 10,000 in pocket, and he burst out into tears. And he came back to the hospital and told the nurse in charge what happened. And the nurse turned around and said, they don't need it again because they borrowed some from the private 
ask the private section and it I'm allergic to it. No. That is God's doing. That is God's doing. Because all that if we had the money, all that would have been wasted. Yes.
Go, go on. All right. Thanks Definitely. Thanks for having me, Rapper. Thanks for having me. Happy Christmas when it comes to you and your family and Lady Anna. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Miss Nora. Appreciate you. And wise okay. Willie, happy Christmas okay. to you and we definitely resume telling like it is in January. So, so long. You know, God bless you each know, you know, no, you know, no, you know. I'm always sending greetings for her on memory lane. <laughs> yes, man. <laughs> if, he if, he if he doesn't do it, I quarrel with him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. All right. So coming up next, great people, stay tuned for the Quiet Storm. It is back with your boy DJ Kane. I don't know what storm, what was the name of this storm right now? If it's a Kane storm or whatever storm, but DJ Kane is back now, guys. So please stay tuned for the Quiet Storm. So long. Join us same time, same place next year, God willing, in January 2024. Mm -hmm. I'm out. Happy Christmas, Happy Christmas all, yes indeed. We're out now. Bye for now. Stay safe and take good care of yourself. Peace. If you have any questions or comments regarding this program, please address them to norwill2 at gmail.com. That is N-O-R-W-I-L-L -L, number 2 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Have a happy and productive week. That's it for today. Join me next time when we will present another in the series Vision Scope. Music was provided by Rennie Williams Jr. <laughs>